Hello and welcome to Joy's World, the podcast. Um, today, guys, we've got a special guest again. I love having special guests on me. Um, when I think of this person, I think kidulthood. I think adulthood. I think the intent. I think the intent too. I think cut the chat podcast, and most importantly, I think of Nigeria. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Please welcome Femi. Oh yeah, Niran. <laughs> oh yeah, Niran. Yay! <laughs> no, does you it, say it. You say it. Femi. Oh yeah, Niran. Yeah, it's easy. Does it get on your nerves like when people can't pronounce your name? No, because I'm not living in Nigeria. I live in England, so mm. I get it. Like you know, <laughs> it's, it's it's like there are surnames that I struggle with as well. Yeah. And so ultimately, you know, you sort of um accept it and just teach people how to say it and. They will try their best, and that's all you can do, right? Yeah, I guess mm. people don't want to get it wrong. Yeah, like people my... don't people don't want to get it wrong, and so they don't pronounce it at all. But then, because they don't want to get it wrong, they stress out and they, they get it wrong because it's quite, it's kind of quite phonetic, my surname. But yeah. people panic and think like there are sounds there that that aren't there. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, <laughs> they kind of make it harder in their exactly. Heads. So for me, my first question to all my guests is, how are you feeling today? How am I feeling today? You know what? Today, <sighs> there's loads of work that I could have done so far today, but I've been lazy. I've got my kids today, so I'm feeling very um, lackluster mm-hmm. today, I would say, mm-hmm. which is not a word that I like to use to describe myself, but it's just the weather is grey outside. I wanted to take my older son, he likes football, so I wanted to take him outside to play football, but I couldn't because it's raining. Mm. And then um, his younger brother just likes to watch TV all day, and they're, they're home with me today, um, which is on... Like, I'm rarely at home. They rarely get to spend time with me. So when we spend time together, we try to put so much pressure on it to make it good. Yeah. And so when it's not good or, like, when it's just, like, boring, we're just watching iPads and, and computers, it just doesn't... It's not as exciting, you know? So mm. I feel a bit lackluster. I feel like I could have been a bit more structured with my plan for today. Mm. And um, so, yeah. There's still time, though, isn't there's it? Still like... t- there's still time, exactly. And so there's 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 hope. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I feel like sometimes as parents, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to feel like we have to make sure that our kids are always entertained and always yeah. running around and feeling good. And sometimes I'm like, let me just sit down, man. Eh? It's true, but do you know what? My wife, <laughs> is very good she um she that what she seems to manage to always keep them engaged and keep them entertained and so i suppose a part of me is a little bit jealous like i want to be uh, a responsible parent as well and not and me and i have this thing with the boys i'm like boys you have to do stuff because because your mom's gonna come back and she's gonna think i'm an irresponsible parent so like let's let's look like we're doing stuff that's not just like playing on the ipad and and like wrestling or doing whatever they want to do with themselves sometimes it's good to do that stuff yeah exactly you know that's part of being a kid isn't it yeah and as i say i feel like we don't always have to do stuff it's good to just spend time yeah it's true absolutely because when you're not with them it's like you know it's not like you're doing nothing you're still working and stuff do you know what i mean yeah so femi i as i said like i know you from all those stuff that i just listed and i wanted to get to know a few more things about you so i've got a quick fire round of questions let's do it let's do it just the first i don't really like can i see your face can we like move the the mic a bit yeah exactly yeah it's important like you know (laughs) we're talking to each other yeah yeah it's much better okay so quick fire round question so the first question pasta or pizza neither 
Huh? You have to explain this. Do you know what it is? I just feel like I've had enough pasta and pizza for the rest of my life. I don't really wow. need to have any more. But if I were to choose... <laughs> sometimes I think of pizza as like, it's just bread with cheese and random stuff on top. Like, why do I want to have bread? In any other, like, setting, I would never have bread with cheese and tomato and random stuff on top. Like, it just seems... Imagine, like, you just took, like... Like, um, I don't know, like, you just took... um. I don't know, like a, a ciabatta or even Ovis slice and then you put cheese and tomato and then random beets, bits of meat on the top. It just seems silly, like it seems dumb. So you don't and, like pizza? Do you know what? I, I, I would, I'm not going to go as far as saying I don't like pizza or pasta. I just feel like it's just like blah food, isn't it? It's just you've had so much of it. Everyone has had so much of that food in their life. Yeah. It's not even good for you. <laughs> it's not even Seriously. good for you. And My so, dad used to cook tuna pasta and we used to have to eat it for like a week. Uh, I mean, like that tuna pasta is nice, yeah, because it's got actually, like, obviously, the tuna in it and the tuna's quite good, high in protein. But the pasta is just like, it's just not even that good for you. But anyway, um, <laughs> if I had to pick, yeah. if I had to pick, I'll, pe- uh, um, I'll do pasta. Okay. You know what I like? Lobster... Um, lobster, you're so not lobster, bougie. not lobster, not lobster. Um, prawn, prawn or lob? No, there was a lobster. I used to be a member of this um private members club called the Curtain, and they used to have a lobster linguine. Oh my gosh, that was nice. Oof, ooh like la la. Ooh la la. I don't really like seafood anything because it's too much of a mixture. It's random, random things from the sea. It's too much. It's too much. I like I like individual taste. Mm-hmm. I don't like lots of taste together. I just find food like that, like paella, like who paella. eats too that? Much? It's got too much. It's too, too rich. Much. I don't like food that's too rich. So I can have every single thing in a paella on a plate separately. Mm, yeah. But I don't like it mixed and cooked together. I no, get that. No. I, that wasn't very quick fire response. I'll try <laughs> for the other ones. To your coffee. Um, coffee now. I've got into it, which is sad. Okay, night in or night out? Both. <laughs> you, can't have, you can't have both. Because I like being in, but I like being out. <laughs> no, no, do you know what it is? When I'm out, mm. I like being out. But the idea of being out when I'm in, you be in. seems tedious. Yeah, okay. And so I like both, but ultimately, <laughs> you know what? I like partying. I like parties. I'm a bit of a party guy. So, yeah, I enjoy parties. So definitely a night out. Okay, Nike or Adidas? Ooh... Should I tell you? Should I elaborate on this one as well? Should I elaborate? Quick, fire. I know, I know, I know. I'm rubbish. I'm rubbish. So, so the other day, I'm, I'm at, I'm at this place. I'm at this restaurant, mm. and then I see this guy that works at Nike, and I'm like, Yo, blah blah blah. Send me some Nikes. Like, how come you never send me some trainers? He turns around to me and says. Well, you have to stop wearing Adidas before I send you some Nikes because oh. I had Yeezys on. And so um, I think Nike, I think when, when I was a kid, I'll definitely pick Nike because I think I like both. Yeah. But I'll definitely pick Nike because um, Nike have always been quite aspirational. I was saying it to my friend. I feel like there's the tick on a the Nike, there's something positive about it. Yeah. A tick, you know? A yeah. tick means yes, right? Yeah. And that swoosh. That tick thing. And it's very universal. Yeah, and like that idea of a tick means yes mm. all around the globe. That's true. Uh, and so, because of that, it does something for your mind and it, it's like there's something aspirational about a tick. Well, I'm actually going to buy myself a pair of Nike trainers. They're £104. 
and I was like... What are they? What are they? I don't know who they're by. I saw them on Instagram. They're like a little collection from oh, some wow. woman. I don't know who she is. But I really like them and I'm going to treat myself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. You can't treat yourself. Uh, Who's going to treat yourself? I mean, you know hopefully I mean? the Nike guy sends me some Nikes. I'm going to text him after I leave here. He just reminded me. You could text him my number as well. <laughs> <laughs> what size like, are you? Um, Seven. Listen, if he half. sends me some, I'll send you some. But he's not going to send you women's. Yeah, but I'll ask him for a size seven and a half. Okay. I promise. Seven and a half, maybe eight. So if I get, if you hear me talking about I've got free trainers from Nike, then. If I see it on Instagram, I'm yeah, going to be yeah, like, Febby, what's going on? get your free pair. Okay, hip hop or R&B? What kind of questions are these? This is quick fire. It's not quick fire because <laughs> I, I'm having to think. But you have hip -hop, to think. Hip hop, hip hop, hip hop. Okay, Stormzy or Dave? This is hard, isn't it? It's very hard. I know, I think I would pick Stormzy. I love Dave as well, though, but Stormzy's just my husband from day. Do you know I what I mean? I respect that. I respect yeah. that husbandry. I can't be cheating. Do you know I, what I, mean? I respect that. I would pick... Mm, I like them both. I'm sorry. can't pick. <laughs> because they've both kind of done, like, pretty, like, you know, iconic things. They're, they're both quite young. Mm -hmm. They're living their dreams. They mm -hmm. put out good music. Yeah. They put out good albums yeah. in their time, and also they've they they've done things that are culturally important for Black British people. Yeah, and so because of that, I would you say both. Pick. Yeah, sorry. I feel like I love Stormzy, and I just feel like I've no I've loved Stormzy for longer, so I'm just like sticking to my love. If I go if I jump onto Dave, then I feel like I'm a just fake, jumping a on phony. the bandwagon. But I do love Dave, but yeah, Stormzy. Mm. Still love you, Stormzy. Do you know Stormzy? Do I know him? I've met him. I don't know him. Have you met him? Is he nice? Is Stormzy nice? Yes, actually. He comes is. across really nice. He's a very um, nice guy. He's a very genuine guy. Yeah. He's very nice. And, and you know, he's he is what he seems like. Good. So I've met him quite a lot. We used to go, used to, go to Damon's Barbershop. Did you? Yeah. Why did you go to Damon's Barbershop? You did. Husband. No, I need to go there. Why? To find a husband. To just sit there and just yeah. look, man. Yeah, <laughs> I told this. I said this to Ace. Yeah. I'm gonna stand in the window. I mean, just get Damon. Like you can give, get give you a seat, a good position That's in the what shop. I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> I could just chat to the customers while they're waiting. Exactly. For a Do you know what I mean? But yeah, Damon. Damon's barbershop brought a lot of people. So I met Anthony Joshua there, Stormzy there. Um, Dizzy Rascal, I kind of knew before, but he goes there. He was, was it just like, if they just there, like, was you just there randomly, or did you know they were coming? I don't, I wouldn't go if they were coming. I don't I have time like that. I really, <laughs> I really do. I mean, I I've would. met these people outside of that setting, yeah. But actually, when you're in a barbershop together, there's a certain rapport, there's a certain, you know, sort of, mm. you're able to have a proper conversation rather than being at a party together, mm. which is a different type of setting. Okay, well, this brings me on nicely to my next question, which you can't think about. You need quick yeah, yeah, fire, I'll, okay? I promise, I promise. Are you ready? Mm. This is a big one. Mm. Ace, Lee, or Damon? Damon. Oh, Ace and Lee, you just got boyed really No, really I, do you know why I said Damon? Because you know him the longest. No, because Damon's, like, probably the best friends to all of those people out of their friends. Damon's yeah. a good guy, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, Ace and Lee are good guys, but Damon's a properly sincere, good, warm person. He's, like, one of the best people I know. Like, actually, I, and that's not even me trying to criticise the others, but, like, in terms of, like, if I was ever in proper trouble mm -hmm. and I called Damon, I know Damon would come. Yeah. Lee might not come. <laughs> Ace might not come. <laughs> But I know for a no, fact, if I call Damon now and I'm like, oh, you know what, Damon, I've got a problem, blah, blah, blah. I'm stuck in Shepherd's Bush. 
right? And mm. I'm with my kids, my car's not working, or whatever reason I've mm. got, Damon will come. will come. And Lee won't. I don't, Lee won't. <laughs> Lee will Ace be won't. like, oh, I'm busy. No, Lee might not, <laughs> Lee might not. Ace, will, I might not get through to on the phone at all. Yeah. Like, because he might not answer his phone. He likes that. Yeah, yeah. that's his fave. Yeah. And then Lee... Lee just, just Lee will be like, well, Lee I'm was just like, oh, the this. thing is, yeah, da, 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 yeah. no, but Damon definitely would come, so I'd say Damon. Oh, shout out to you, Damon. Big up. Okay, last question, which I feel like, I feel like I know your, I know what your answer is gonna be, but I just wanted to ask it anyway because you might surprise me. Go on. Nigerian jollof or Ghanaian? Oh, Nigerian jollof. That's easy. <sighs> But should I also, should I elaborate on that? Do you want me to? I mean, you can, but... But sometimes I like Ghanaian jollof. I'll be honest, like, because, like, Nigerian, I have to say Nigerian jollof because I'm Nigerian and I've had more Nigerian jollof. And I actually had jollof before I came here. And um, and it was very tasty. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was very tasty and it was very Nigerian. So it would be very, it would be remiss of me mm. to say Ghanaian jollof. But I do, the thing is, this competition's dumb because they're both nice. Mm. The only Ghanaian jollof I don't like is when they put peas, actual green peas, mm. and too many things inside it. It's not fried rice, cuz. <laughs> it's jollof. Just, I just want the rice and the tomato sauce. Yeah. A little bit of spice with a kick to it. What about some beef, though? Huh? Beef. No, I don't want meat in my rice. Really? I told you I don't like lots of different tastes in my <laughs> food. There's beef in the jollof. You're not even listening to me. <laughs> I don't like lots of tastes. I like... So wait, hold on. So hold on. Wait, you have jollof just alone. That's it. And then no I have meat. Be- meat on the side, not oh, in on the it. Si- okay. Hmm. Not inside the jollof. Particular. I feel sorry for your wife. Like, I am very. Do you know what? Clean? I didn't realize that I was so particular till I got married. I thought I was just normal. I thought everyone was like this. Does it annoy your wife? Does she like flavor? Yeah, but she doesn't like. Yeah, she probably likes. Sometimes we all eat different food. And my, I eat different food to everyone else. So I can't be doing that. I can't be cooking too different. I'll be honest, yes. But I'm rarely at home. But when I am at home, I don't think I, no one else has the same food as me. It's very rare mm. that I have the same food Do you think you make family. your kids fussy with food? Or no. do you think... Because like, I always say to my daughter, I'm like, no, if she's not allergic to nothing, you're going to eat it. Like, you eat what you're given. Do you know what? This is not restaurant. My my kids are... Like, they're all right with food. Like, But most kids kind of just like white food, isn't it? Like bread, pasta... Pizza. My daughter hates everything. Sauce. They like kids are like things that are just white looking, like you know, like beige food, like you know, just bread, pasta, pizza, mm, just plain, uh, just plain, no and sauce. that's what kids are into, mm. and and they sort of grow out of that. But you know, my kids are not that fussy. I wouldn't say they're that fussy, and like the ones when they are fussy, they really mean it. Like you know, so my older son used to like smoke salmon. He had one bad smoked salmon one day. He doesn't like smoked salmon no more. <laughs> but he likes pizza bread and taramasalata and hummus and all of th- but my younger son's actually allergic to hummus and so like you know they everyone's i do think my kids are fussy you know mm. now thinking about it but not not to be petty not like in an annoying kiddie way yeah just, just in when that they, mean they it. just have their preferences and like and actually i think i have one of those households where everyone gets to eat what they like mm. <laughs> you know what i mean everyone just gets I need it. To come to your house everyone first. just gets to eat what they like because like what's what's the point of food if you can't eat what you like true true so so i saw on your instagram you was in berlin the other yeah, day yeah living life no i'm just joking <laughs> <laughs> no i was a bit worried you know i think i saw it yesterday and i was like I called my friend, I was like... What did you hey. think? I had coronavirus. No, I thought, like, you was, like, in Berlin and not coming back. And I was like, 
Do you think Femi's forgot? Why would like, I do that? I Why would I it's do happened. that? It's happened. No, no, I would never do me. that to you. I would never do that to you. You should have messaged me. You should have been like, Femi, you still no, in Berlin. No, I didn't want to bother you. No. But I was just looking at the picture and I was like, Berlin? Wait, mm. is he in Berlin now? Or wait, did he post this when you got back? No, I posted it when I got back. <laughs> what so was he doing in Berlin? I went for the film festival out there. So every year they have a film festival, a film market, and they have a docs market. It's just one of the biggest film festivals in the world. Mm -hmm. And so they have different elements, different sides of the business out there for about a week and a bit. Um, I think a week. And um, yeah, so I was just... The BFI took a delegation of black British filmmakers and exhibitors out there um, to be part of this Africa, um, this thing called the Africa Hub, okay. to attend talks in the Africa Hub and to build strong relationships with you know African territories and African filmmakers. Mm -hmm. And then also outside of that, what um we were able to also just explore other elements of the market, such as like watching films and so on and so forth. I didn't really watch many films, which I was disappointed by because I had meetings when films were on and stuff like that. How long were you there for? I was there from Friday to Wednesday. Okay. So um so I wasn't there for. I never really go away for long. People are like oh Femi, you're always away. Mm. But because I've got kids and I'm quite hands on, I'm quite involved in their life. Yeah. I go away like you know I don't know like for five six days. Yeah. Without when I'm not with my kids, the most I ever go away is like a week. I never go away for like you know longer than a week because, you know, got to take them to school and all of that stuff. Yeah. Mm. Um. Well, let's talk about the intent. Talk to me now. First of all, can you just explain to my listeners a little bit about what the intent is about? Oh, so I've I, um in 2013 14 I decided to make a film with my business partner Nicholas Walker. Um. Um. Um, called The Intent. The Intent is about an undercover police officer sent to infiltrate a gang of robbers. And then um, a couple of years later, three years later, we made the sequel, um, the prequel, which is called The Intent 2, which is about um, um, the breakdown of the relationship of two guys from their matriarch. And they, they're forced to choose between starting new business relationships um, or sticking to the matriarch of that relationship. And that's that's pretty much The Intent 2. So I started to watch The Intent mm. and then I started to watch the, I watched half of The Intent too mm. because Femi and I don't know how it works right but obviously as you know I'm visually impaired so mm. I need audio description mm. I watched it on Netflix but audio description audio wasn't description. working yeah so it was really hard to follow mm. so I wanted to talk to you about that like how do you get audio description on your films is it the filmmaker's choice or is it like how does it work like, do you know what I in terms no of audio description um oh dear I don't even I've never even looked into it mm. Well, I will look into it for my next film yeah. so that you can watch it and enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. Because I, I've, I've, I don't even think I've ever looked into it because what you, in order to get your film on Netflix, you have to have um, subtitles. Okay. But you don't have to have audio descriptions. Right, okay, yeah. I don't think. So on both the Intent 1 and 2, we've got subtitles, but we don't have audio descriptions. Yeah. However, like for... Um, for our future film, I look into it. I think that's really important that yeah. that we make it accessible to everyone, to be honest. Yeah. So I've never, I couldn't even tell you, I've never even looked into it if, mm. I, if I were to give you an honest answer. Yeah, no, that's fine. Because I just, I've, I obviously, I'm a consumer, so I watch things, but I've, I've never known how it happens. What's really good with all It's just an extra is cost, like... isn't it? It's like, so in terms of making it happen, it's an extra, so you, you have to get someone to do it. And so oh my God, you just I'll do it. so you just pay money for someone to do it, right? Yeah. I, I'm sure that's how it happens. 
But I'll look into it. I'll look into it. I'm sure there's companies that do it. And I'm not even sure if it's, it costs that much money. Do you get what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. We need, we really need to look into it. because to be actually, honest, you can get me to do it because, right, a lot of the time with audio description, there's some robotic voice, like, and it sounds really weird, like, in compared to the film that you're watching. Yeah, so you want it, you want so it you to want be relative. You know what? Like, that might be a business. Maybe me and you should do a business. Yeah. Maybe me and you should do a business. Because I watch a lot of soaps, like EastEnders and that, yeah. Coronation Street, and they obviously have audio description but it's like they'll be, the characters will be talking and then you can just tell so much the audio description do you know what I mean and I feel like if it was a voice that kind of blended in it wouldn't be I think this is a real fake. this is a real gap in the industry that we might be able to make loads of money we look <laughs> into it we can be business partners you can do that I mean I'm trust a Nigerian to just be thinking about how we can make money from audio description <laughs> but you know like but ultimately capitalize yeah, on, the capitalize on the blind people they need it so we have to we have to give it to them let them let's give, give it to DNA. them you let's know go. give it to them but no but ultimately it's um it's it's about access isn't it it's about I suppose that like one of the biggest battles that you fight as a content creator is um and is who gets to make content as a black one, like, you know, as a black content creator, your battle is always like, you want the right to make content on the same level um, as, um, you know, sort of white or, you know, non-black content creators. Mm. And also who gets to access content. And so I, I suppose it's important for us, as uh, for me as a black man making content, to recognise that actually my content should be accessible to everyone, even mm. if they're visually impaired or whatever, do you know what I mean? Or whatever, like... Even even if, like, you know, my film should be in cinemas with wheelchairs and so... Do you know what yeah. I mean? I want everyone to be able to enjoy... Inclusive. Enjoy, enjoy my content. Yeah. And, and And sometimes... And I think you'll be surprised. You'll and be surprised sometimes it's many... an oversight, you know? It's like mm. when you ask me about audio description, I'm like, I wouldn't even know because I've never even... And I'm, a, I'm an industry professional and I've been in the industry for for, what, 16 years? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of embarrassing to be like, oh, you know what? that's a way content should be consumed and I don't even know anything about it. It's kind of ridiculous, really. Yeah, but it's a learning curve, isn't it? Yeah. Like, everyone has to learn and a lot of the times we don't know about things until they necessarily... Like, until they people kind of, ask you. Yeah, or until they affect us, do you know what I mean? Like, if I was sighted, I wouldn't be asking you about audio description, yeah. really, would I? Do you know mm. what I mean? Um, yeah, so it's just something we can... We can look at because, as I said, like I was watching it, but I was like, okay, I'm confused now. Yeah, I'm really yeah, confused. Yeah, you're not enjoying it. Do you know what I mean? No, I was enjoying it, but it's hard to um, understand who the characters are. That's what it is. So mm. before, when I was like in the in denial stage of my visual impairment, right? So when I was a bit younger. I never used audio description. And when I was living at home with my mum, she was like, we can put it on, because you know, like on Sky, they have audio and stuff. So she was like, we could put it on. I was like, no, no, it's fine. I don't want to annoy everyone else, blah, blah, blah. But now, like, I live on my own and I'm like, audio description all the time. I don't care who comes to my house. When guys ask me if they want to Netflix and chill, I'm like, yeah, if you like audio, that's fine. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's it's a part of kind of like accepting that you need that extra because I have friends that are visually impaired that don't use audio description but they're struggling they don't understand hmm. who's just got shot you don't know do you know what I mean you, just you, pium, can't, pium, pium, pium. <laughs> you can't have the reaction like everybody else yeah. do you know what I mean but in the cinema like you get like headphones and you okay. can watch the audio like that so it'll be the same screening so you can still go with like a friend or a partner or whatever and then you have like a headset and it just has the audio along with the That's film cool. But yeah, definitely something we can look into. So are you making the Intent 3 this year? Next year. 
next by, year. By God's grace, yeah. Do you need a blinds character? We can make that happen. Yeah? Yeah. I can have a walk-on role. Yeah, we can Try make that happen. Try to walk into the camera. We can do that. I mean, also, from the bits that I was watching, there was potential husbands in there for me. Lots of them. So, can we? Can you hook me up? You look, man. You are a look, man. Yeah. You are a look, man. You're married with kids. You're I want to be married with kids. You are a look, husband. Okay, yeah. that's yeah. fine. you got to help. Yeah. Help a sister out. Let's do me. it. Who, who would you hook me up with? I don't know. It's up to you. What's your flavour? Stormzy. Stormzy? Mm. At this age, you want to be the new Maya Jammer? I mean... I, mean, I heard Stormzy's would... actually got a girlfriend. That's not in the public eye, you know, in the same way that Maya Jammer was. I heard he's got a new one. I don't know where I heard that from. It's me. It was, it was you. It was just you a just secret. You just baited me out. Shh. I didn't want to tell the yeah, public. You didn't we didn't, tell we didn't want to go public yet yeah, because, go. you know what I mean, like... We are trying to keep things I under wraps. I flopped it, I flopped it, sorry. It's, right. it's, fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'm going to Damon's Barbershop to find a husband mm. first. Yeah, look, husband from barbershop. I never get on with Nigerian men, for me. Why? I don't know. I feel like... <laughs> no, but this was going to turn into a compliment, right? Because I never, I never get on with them. We always end up arguing. But when I heard you on Cut the Chat, I've been listening, and I'm like, no, Femi, Femi sounds like a real one. Do you know what I mean? You sound like a nice person. But the Nigerian men that approach me are like... We always... I don't know, we just end up arguing. Why? It's like they like my body, but they don't like my <laughs> mouth. They don't like that I've got an opinion. They just, they just like... <laughs> I don't know. That's I don't funny. know what to do. Like, That's I'm funny. Just like, I mean, I th- it happens. It happens. I mean, like, there's, there's, um, I suppose, like, Nigerian men are quite famous for being um, quite, quite um, direct. Mm. I'm quite direct, though. This is the thing. I'm people You're quite find, direct, but... I'm quite direct about my opinion, but, like, you know, like, I, I suppose um, I get it, man. Not everyone likes Nigerians. So Nigerians are everywhere. Away. No, it's kind of hard because Nigerian men are sort of like... Nigerians, I think one in four black people are Nigerian or some weird statistic like that. And so, you know, it's kind of hard to keep away because one in four black men that you bump into would just be Nigerian. (laughs) I want to go to Abuja. Why? Because you sold it to me on Cut the Chat. No, do you know what? Abuja has quite got good infrastructure. <laughs> Tales from Abuja. That's <laughs> like a Vic of Lee saying Tales from Abuja. Like, I would go. No, do you know what? To be fair, Lagos is mad. It's chaotic. But Lagos, you have to experience Lagos. I feel like everyone needs to. Mm. It's almost like, I don't know if you've been to New York, but it's like New York, but like an African version. It's just mad. People everywhere. Yeah. Everyone's busy. However, um, Abuja is... Um, is is a bit more calmer and a lot more developed in that you know it was a new city that was made for government like to be the home of you know the government of nigeria so Mm. it's a nice city and it's got like great infrastructure much better infrastructure than lagos for sure i think i just want to go to nigeria to find a nigerian husband because i want a nigerian wedding where they throw money on me but you said you don't like nigerian men yeah i know but i'll find you want the one you want the money yeah you want the money (laughs) no but yeah I, i suppose um nigeria is nice but Zimbabweans have money, Ghanaians have money. Ghana is better than Nigeria, apparently. And that, that's what Nigerians say. Is it? Yeah, Nigerians say Ghana is like, to be honest, like everyone, every the whole black diaspora is in Ghana now. Everyone wants to be in Ghana because apparently Ghana is like a lot more calmer, greater infrastructure, mm. and things actually work and people are on time and people are respectful. And in the way that Nigeria is 
a great place if you're a hustler, but it's got um what Nigeria is lacking in is um Nigeria is lacking in in um service the service industry is terrible and the infrastructure is terrible okay i need to go there all right on holiday i'm lining it up for you <clears throat> i've never been to ghana either why my dad never took me where have you so been i have to go as a big woman where have um, you been i went to zimbabwe as a baby so but i don't really obviously i don't remember zimbabwe is meant to be like one of the most beautiful places in the world i'd love to go mm. I've never thought about a Zimbabwean man, actually. Why not? I don't know. It's just never crossed Is that my where mind. your mum's from? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And it was my mum's 60th birthday yesterday, so we're having a party tomorrow. Happy birthday, mummy. I can't wait. It's Happy birthday. Exciting. 60th. Yeah. Big birthday. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But no, because my mum don't have family there, and my dad, he goes back to Ghana, but he don't take me. Oh, really? So where where in Ghana is he from? Accra. Accra as well. No, you need to touch Ghana. And man. he never taught me the language. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard. No, it's kind of hard. You know, I, I I find it hard because you know my wife's um my wife's family are half South African, half English, and my children it's been hard to sort of teach them the language. I think when your partner's not from the same place, it's kind of difficult to impart the language onto your children because they're not hearing that language being spoken at home. Mm. So it's a lot more difficult to sort of teach it to them unless you make a concerted effort. And so for me, um, it might even be too late with my kids, but I wish I did start when they were younger, teaching mm. them Yoruba. Yeah, no, I wish my dad had taught me because I feel like, I just don't know, I just feel like it would have been good. It's good to know. And then he sits there talking it, and then the other day he said to me, Joy, you're too English. I'm like... Sorry. Because you raised me because as an you raised English me person. Like this. Yeah. What did you expect me to do? Mm. But yeah, hey, that's dads for you, isn't it? Well, mm. Some dads. Um, okay, so just going back to the intent. Um, if you was to create a part for me, what is the audition process like? Because I'm ready, like right now. So if, like, if someone wanted scene. to act. Um, if, what if you specifically yeah, or just, just anyone give, give or just me, you give me a scene I could do an audition right now but I don't have a scene but like how it would work <laughs> though it normally is that this is a good question you asked it quite well because a lot of people say oh yeah I want to act and they, they don't really know how it works so um, how it would work is normally mm -hmm. the conventional way there'll be pardon me there'll be closed auditions mm -hmm. so I would write my script and then we'll be looking for different characters. And then people's agents will suggest them, people that have agents, will suggest them to the casting director of my project. <coughs> the casting director would then match up different people to the different roles. Those people will come in, audition for the roles, and then I'll pick who I like out okay. of the roles type thing. Mm -hmm. And that's how that, would, that process would go. Okay. And so, but... What me and Nikki try to do also, we try to have open auditions, so we'll put something on Instagram and then I'll tell people to email if they're interested mm -hmm. and then they'll email and then my um, assistant will go through the emails and then pick who's best for the role okay. and then and then from there, they'll pick who's best for the role and then from there we'll sort of, um, we'll sort of um, dis audition those people or we'll get them to do a tape and then we'll audition those people, the people that we pick after the tape, and then those people then, you know, we pick from, basically. That's how that's the process, that's the normal process. Okay. But um, to have a walk on row, I could just like you and say, Oh, you can come do a walk on row. 
Yeah, like I want a role, role. Like I yeah, need the lines. Yeah, you have to audition. You need lines, then. You have to learn the lines. Come in, audition. Like imagine if I got hold of a gun. Do you imagine, know what I mean? imagine, 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 imagine you know what, what I mean? would happen. Imagine. In America, s- blind people are still allowed to buy guns. Really? Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, but you're, you're, you're. I suppose what they say is that your, your senses are heightened, so if you can hear sound, right, you can just shoot in that direction. But. Your senses are not heightened, though. It's kind of like a myth. Really? It's kind of like, yeah, like, I, I said this, I think I think Lee said that as well. He asked me, and I was like, to be honest, yeah, it's like, it's not that they're necessarily heightened. It's just that you focus on it more. So if you was to put a blindfold on right now, you would be listening more than if you didn't have it on. Does yeah, that make sense? Yeah. So it's not that it's heightened. It's, it's just, just that you're you more concentrate. Alert. You're yeah, more you alert. just concentrate on it yeah. more. But also that's different for people that are totally blind and people that can see a little bit. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> so it's it's all. So for you, you can see a little bit. A bit, exactly. yeah. I've got like ten percent apparently, ten percent vision. But um, yeah, most people who are registered blind have some kind of sight. It's yeah. like a lot of people could see just like shadows or whatever. But yeah, I'm blind in my right eye completely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I could still shoot a gun. <laughs> I could. Just, just, I of could. course you could shoot a gun. You can pull a trigger, you can shoot a gun. I feel like this um, will be captivating for the audience. What, you shooting a gun? But they wouldn't even know. Also. They wouldn't even know you were visually impaired though. Well, I've got a cane, a pimp stick. Yeah, but we can design it and make it. I've got a sparkly one that's exactly. Well, the podcast. Exactly. Just make it fly. Yeah. And so they wouldn't even know. Mm. This is the also, thing. Also, I feel like I'd so be good like at like, trafficking unless... drugs. <laughs> no, seriously, no, Femi. Like, come on. Who's going to suspect me, fat blind girl, of like smuggling cocaine? No one. <laughs> Femi. You're giving me I'm, ideas. It's I'm good. serious. This like, I good. feel like I'll be like great. I think, yeah. You're, you're... I could put some bags in the cane because it folds, innit? So I can just like shove it all in there. No one will know. You've really thought this through. I actually have. I actually have. It's quite funny. I don't want to be a drug dealer, but I'm just saying. But you know, as a character, it's not real. No one wants to be a drug dealer. Even drug dealers don't want to be drug dealers. It's just probably like the only opportunity that avails itself to them. (laughs) No one wants to be a drug dealer. This is the the biggest myth in the world. There's only probably a few drug dealers that want to be drug dealers. Because Mm. no one wants to be like running away from enemies and the police and the mm. did it's too much just pressure life on edge yeah it's too much it's, no one wants that life yeah i just think it's desperation and poverty and all these things but maybe i'm wrong you know but i've not done like an empirical study on it but from my experience like no one chooses to be a criminal mm. unless they're a psychopath and there are psychopaths in the world there are a lot of yeah. psychopaths in the world yeah especially on plenty of fish or do you, do you use it? Occasionally. Really? Yeah. And and you meet psychopaths or you've I mean, met? I don't meet I don't meet them. But you've met. But I talk to them. Really? Well, and how do you know they're psychopaths? Well, they're just weird. Oh, really? So I don't know if they're psychopaths, but. So how do you decide who to meet? Oh, I have to talk to them. I have to talk to them a lot, and like speak to them on the phone. Because <clears throat> if because when you're typing to someone, you have time to think about your answer. But when you're like on the phone to someone, it's like snap, snap, snap. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going on a date. Oh, like with someone. me, you know, I, I wasn't good at that quick fire round. It's not really snap, 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 is it? Yeah, but you can still have a conversation with yeah. me. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, that's no, funny. I don't know. But I've given up on men anyway. So you don't use social media. So you don't use any of um dating apps. 
Are you just plenty of fish? I don't use Tinder or nothing. Um, actually, there's a Nigerian in my DMs. On Insta? Yeah. Saying? Just, I don't know, he wants to meet us. Is it? I hope you don't listen to this. I'll show you him. He said he knows you. Oh, let me see him. <clears throat> I'll show you after. But um, he said, he, I said he I want to be friends. How does he know? How does he know that you know me? What did you say? Oh, I like that Nigerian Femi. No, I think he's the only Nigerian man I like. <laughs> no, I do. I do say that. Yeah, no, but I think he saw like my my last um, post post with Lee on the, the chat thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you follow me on Instagram, Femi? Let me see. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Why chat to you? Does it matter? It does matter. Why does it matter? Cause I chat to you. You got him. blue tick. I don't have red tick, green tick, yellow tick. Do you know what I mean? So what difference is so it? So I make? need to get you know what I mean numbers up. Okay, I will follow you. Yay! I can't believe I don't follow you. That's a bit rude, isn't it? I've like come on your podcast and stuff. It's okay. Drinking <laughs> drinking your peppermint tea and your water, <laughs> and I don't even follow you. That's disrespectful. You're forgiven. Because you're going to get me a role in your next film. Don't forget, though. I'm going to get you a role. Yeah, you're going to create a role. Because you're the creator. I'm the creator. Do you know what I mean? Only God is the creator. <laughs> I'm just being dumb oh, now. <laughs> I'm just being stupid. Um, there you go. I follow you. Yay! Boom, bam. Um, Fantastic. Right. We're so... now friends on, on Instagram. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. Um... So when I had Lee on here, yeah. um, I asked him to give me a little bit of like dirt or a bit of like secrets about you, Ace and Damon. So what did you say? He didn't say nothing about you. So he said that Ace leaves his boxes around <laughs> when they stay true. together in hotels. Um, he said Damon is like a granddad. That's what he said. In real life, Horrible. yeah. Um, and he said that you keep your cards very close to your chest so he didn't have no dirt on you. Not so, I'm quite open though. I'm quite transparent. I'm do you not, think so? Yeah, I think so. I'm quite. What you see is what you get, mate. Can you tell me something else about them? The other cut the chat guys. I think cut the chat on the podcast. We are quite open. I mean, Ace talked about the time, <laughs> the time he pooed on her bed in the oh, hotel. There was an episode. What? Don't you remember that? that? No, I didn't hear that one. No, there was an episode he talks about. (laughs) He left a mark on the bed. (laughs) I mean, that's quite open. That's really disgusting. That's quite open. Wait, hold on. Um, How do you poo on a bed? Not even poo. I don't know. He was drunk and then he left skid marks on the bed. Left skid marks. Have you ever thought about how dirty hotel beds are? Yeah, it's disgusting, but it's still better than Airbnb. Wow. Can I just say, like, I feel like each episode, since I've had Ace on, I'm just like, we're just, like, exposing him, like, because that is disgusting. You said that on a podcast. You said he left a skid mark on a bed on Cut the Chat episode. I don't know which episode. Ace, we're all judging you. And then, and then, um, Damon, Damon's got no dirt. He's quite a good guy. And then, Lee, there's nothing you don't know already. He's... Them yardy gallus, man, them, you get me? <laughs> I don't know what else I can say about him, you get me? Lee's great. Lee's funny. Lee, the funniest thing about Lee, actually, this is funny. I shouldn't even say this. This might get... It's fine. Just say it. Just so at Damon's birthday, Lee was whining some girl and his missus had to come and drag him off the dance floor. It's kind of funny. I don't even know who he was. He was like... Even he was doing a madness. I can't remember what he... he might have been lying on the floor. He might have oh, been... Like, he was doing some next... 
you know, them passa passa dance moves. And his missus dragged him off the dance floor. That was quite funny. Uh, he stayed uh, on the sofa that night. Yeah, definitely on the sofa that night. Maybe for a week, even. <laughs> Yeah, Lee's a bit crazy. So, what else have you got coming up other than the intent free? I've got loads, you know. So I've got a film called Napa, which is a film about um a bunch of um boys um that get their first booking. Their grime crew set in two thousand and five. These boys they get their first booking and they go on holiday to um the Cypriot island of Iron Napa, and um they booking as an MC crew. So they they get their first booking as an MC crew, and it's their first holiday. Then they go to Ayanapa and then everything goes wrong. Like everything goes wrong. Mm-hmm. And um and so it's a comedy, it's a feel good comedy that tests their um friendship and you know, they need more than their musical skills to get through all the issues issues that confront them on the island. And so I'm doing that hopefully in the next few months. I'm shooting a film in Nigeria called Um Get the Dukes, which is about um two Nigerian brothers and and uh business partner a woman that clean money for corrupt politicians mm-hmm. and um and criminals and one day they spend money be- belonging to a criminal and they have to get his money back and so and then i'm doing a film um with idris Elba's company called uh it's not proper out there yet but like mm-hmm. it's a co-production between my company and it just helps company that's really exciting and then um we've got a show with mtv called it's a london thing um which is a new reality tv show that's sort of like only where's essex meets uh love and hip-hop mm-hmm. um i'm doing a short film at the moment um for a company called four eight stories which aims to tell different um stories um modern perspectives on famous Christian stories. So I'm doing one called I Am Pilot, which is um about Pilot who um was the Roman governor that gave the permission for Jesus to be crucified. Okay. How the hell do you juggle all of that? That's not even everything, you know. So I just work. I just work really hard and I stay consistent and you I realised very early in my career and I'm still an actor, so like, you know, I have just got a new acting agent, so hopefully I'll be auditioning a lot more in the next few months. Mm-hmm. But I realised earlier in my career, like, you know, nothing happens unless you make it happen. So like, yeah. you know, you just have to keep hustling and stuff. Like how do you keep up living your everyday life, you know, being a mum, doing the podcast, you know what I mean? You just do it. Like you choose what happens with your life. You decide yeah. what you do. You decide what how you want your life to go and yeah. that and that's that's basically you it. You gotta work for it, innit? Yeah, yeah. You just have to graft hard but at the same time you you decide how your life turns out. Yeah. True. So I will get married and I will have a husband. Exactly. No, you decide. And I will have you a choose. successful podcast. No, you choose. You choose that. You choose that. I really believe that, you know? It's like you decide and then you you stay consistent and you stay tenacious and you keep pushing yourself and challenging yourself and all of these things will happen. And it's not, nothing's like, nothing worth having is easy. Yeah. And that's the mistake people make. But at the same time, it's you easy don't, to give up. Though, and also you it? don't get rewarded for doing nothing. Mm. Nothing's yeah. hap- Nothing happens if you do nothing. You just sit in your house and wait for things to happen to you. Nothing happens. And this is what I was saying to my son on the way here. Me and my me and my kids, like especially my older kid, he, he's quite argumentative. So like we we go back and forth a lot. And he was like, oh yeah, you know what? I I I've actually figured out champ now because he didn't used to remember that game champ. No. It's like a primary school game. Like 
kids will know it that go to primary school, right? Mm-hmm. I vaguely remembered it because he had to explain it to me again. It's like four squares and they play with a ball. And if you hit the ball in someone's square and they don't hit it back and it bounces more than once, then they're out type thing. Okay. I can't even remember how to play it. But anyway, so this kid's been, he says to me, oh, you know, I'm improving that champ. And I say to him, well, that's good. And he says, yeah, because before I was blaming other people for, like, me not being good. And I said to you, you know what, Samuel, all we can do is control what we do. We can't control what other people do. You can't control how Nigerian men respond to you, but you can control how you conduct yourself in whatever situation you're in. You can't control, like, you know, the man that's going to marry you, but you can make sure that you're ready for a relationship when that time comes. Mm-hmm. So, you get what I'm so you can control yourself. You can present yourself. You And there's this other thing that I always say. You have to, <clears> you have <throat> to prepare to be successful. Yeah. No, I definitely believe in that. So you have to be, be ready to accept your blessing. You have to prepare to be successful. Yeah. And for me, that's very important. And that consistent. comes, yeah, and that comes with hard work and consistency and resilience and all of these other great words that describe just sticking at it and keep pushing forward. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to sometimes find the motivation, but you've got to keep going. Because I guess, like my friend said to me once, that like, when I was the beginning of the podcast, mm. and she was, I was kind of like, oh, this is a bit long. It's not that it's long, but it was like I was not getting anywhere. Like I don't know. And she was like, well, if you give up now, then you definitely won't get anywhere. Yeah, exactly. But if you keep going, at least you got a chance. Exactly. So, and even like if you take something like cut the chat. We sometimes say it's a bit long because you know we're super successful in other areas of our lives, and mm. we're like, oh, you know, it's a bit slow. But then every time I go out. I'm I'm with like you know, I was in Germany and I was talking to someone over drinks and they were like oh I love your podcast and mm. I was thinking but how do you listen to yeah. you listen to my podcast yesterday mm. I was out last night with a lady called I can't remember her name you know there's a book called Slaying Your Lane do you know it no there's some girls two ladies they wrote a book two black ladies mm-hmm. um young like in their twenties they wrote a book called Slaying Your Lane which is a handbook for black British women okay. to be successful type thing and um. I read the book, I, I started reading a book and I met them. And they were both like, we love Cut The Chat. Like, it's our favourite podcast. We think it's so good. And, yeah. you know, when you meet people and you're like, you know, that motivates you and keeps you going. So I'd say, like, you know, ultimately, you just have to be persistent and, yeah. and consistent, actually. Yeah. Which we're not on Cut The Chat, but you have to be consistent. It's, yeah. yeah, everyone says that. Yeah. Um. So, and also, I feel like you don't know who you're actually um, affecting. So, like, you mm. know, we were saying earlier that you don't know, like, who's listening. Yeah. And it's, like, also you don't know what that means to people. Like, mm. having that consistency of, like, every Wednesday I get an episode of Cut the Chat, like, people, you don't know how that feels to people. Yeah, Do you know what absolutely. I mean? Like, sometimes it's an escape for people to listen to uh, what you guys are saying. Yeah. And I think that's the thing with podcasts is that it's, it's good because you can, you know, talk about what you want and it's your platform and you can control it. But also you have to be, like, consistent. And it's hard to not... It's hard to be consistent. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Sometimes you're like, oh, I can't bother to do it this week. Let me just do it next week. But it's like, you don't know, there might be that one, two, three people that are waiting for it Absolutely. on that day. Do you Absolutely. know what I mean? Absolutely. But, yeah. So what do you, what do you think that you prefer more... Um, like writing films or acting or directing? I like it all. I like it all. People ask me that question all the time. It's a good question. Yeah. But I like it all because, like, they both serve different 
sides of who I am and like you know I'm I'm I like being by myself but I'm also an exhibitionist and I I like I'm quite academic but I'm also not at the same time you know I'm yeah. I, I like trivia but I I like deep intellectual debates at the same time so for me I, I'd say you know all the different areas of my life um my work in terms of writing, directing, producing, acting, they serve different things for me. And they, 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 because the idea is that people are only good at one thing. It's not yeah. like people are dynamic and people yeah. like to do lots of different things. Mm -hmm. And so for me, all these different things, uh, like the different things that I do, serve a different part of who I am yeah. and feed a different part of my character and my personality. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so we got lots of projects that we need to look out There's for. loads. There, but the next one I'm putting out is a thing called Against All Odds. It's probably going to go online in May, and um, which is about the early days of grime. And um, I seem to like be in that, me and my business partner, Nikki, we seem to be in that zone at the moment, like, you know, making music-related content. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so that's that's the next film that's going out. All the other things are probably going to go out late, late this year, early next year. And really quickly, can we just talk about Burner Boy? You met him. Were you in LA? Was yeah, we were in LA. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was that looked exciting. I saw that on Instagram. Yeah, we met him. We spoke to him. I've seen him since. I saw him in London like a couple of weeks ago at the YouTube event. There was a YouTube um, excellence brunch. I was out with him there too, mm -hmm. and that was really cool. And um, yeah, we we met. We spoke. We um, we um, were working on potentially getting him in the intent free. And I'm gonna be in the intent for exactly. as well. So, do you know what I mean? Me and Bernard. You and Bernard. Do you know what I mean? Headline. I was listening to his music this morning, actually. He's good music, man. His vibes. His vibes, it. man. His vibes is important. I think he's 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 important in bridging a gap amongst the diaspora because his music's a bit like you know Afrobeat, a bit reggae, a bit, a bit of UK influence, a bit of American influence. It's yeah. beautiful. It's and amazing. I like that he's quite private as well. Yeah. I like that it's just about the music. Yeah, he just really doesn't know much about him. What apart from the fact that he's he's goes out with Steph London, but yeah. yeah. But that's <laughs> it. Like we know that, but we don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't really like... do that many interviews. That's, You're right. Yeah, but he should do this one actually. <laughs> put it out there do you know what I mean put it out there in the universe put it out there and it will come yeah when I meet him on the set on the attempt free then I'll be like, like yo Bernard call me I like your baby yeah Bernard. I'll be in I'll be in Nigeria soon. Do, do not play yeah <laughs> do you know what I mean um Sammy I got you a gift what did you get me you're you're quite a gifty type of person no I love a gift I actually love a gift. No, so this you're is your a gift. gifty type of person. I, I hope you like it. Oh, this is nice. But yo. basically, I got it because I feel like we should all oh, try man. and like look back on things that we oh, this is have done and remember because it's all good to have things online and Instagram and photos and stuff, but I love a printed picture, me. So that is a poster. Do you want to tell the listeners what it is? Do you know what? I think I'm so grateful. I mean, if I was a crying type of person, I'd cry <laughs> because this is a very nice gift. Um, it's got an intent to post on one side and then it's got a cut the chat image of um, me and the boys outside the cut the chat, outside Damon's barbershop. We need to do a new photo shoot. This is old, by the way. <laughs> we need to do a new photo shoot. And then um, it's got a picture of me, Nikki, Ace and Burner Boy at Burner Boy's um, pre-Grammy party in in um LA that we went to 
um, it's a nice picture, man. I saw that on um, Instagram, and I felt like you guys look really happy, like to meet him. So I thought like that would be a good memory. I was gonna edit Ace out the picture though. Why? But I don't know. <laughs> this is a nice picture of Ace. He looks good in this picture. Oh god. Ace looks good. He's 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 got poise. He's got a certain degree of poise. And there's a message on the back, but you can read that Let later. See. <laughs> I can't see it. Yeah, no, you have to like unclip it. It's like written well, I don't on the want poster. To unclip it. Just unclip it. It's small, small. It's okay. Oh, don't man. worry. How'd you even do that? Okay, we'll do it after. Don't worry. No, I want to read it to the people then. Oh. What did you write? Okay, it says, the goal is not to live forever, but to create something that will keep creating greatness. Oh, this is lovely. Thank you. That's right. I so heard you nice. say that in one of your interviews. Do you know what? It's um Victor's mantra. Victor, um, my my business partner. He passed away in 2018. Okay. Victor, he um, he um, said that, mm. and um, he had that on his Instagram page. And after he died, it sort of became a, a mantra for us all, you know. Yeah. And you know, it's um, it's about but we're doing that, you know. And Victor did that already with the content he created, but also with like his daughter, who's his legacy, and like we've got with our children, they are legacy and. Also, the things that your podcast is going to be here forever, no matter what. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's a beautiful thing. That's a powerful thing that we can capture a little bit of who we are now, mm-hmm. more so than ever, that than in the past. Before, we could have pictures and stuff, but now we've got videos, we've got audio, we've got like all these different things that we could use to capture a little bit of who we are yeah. that transcends um, time. And also, I feel like it's the impact, you know, that you leave in the world as well. Absolutely. Because we're not going to live forever, but, you know, hopefully our message will. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I think I'm going to put this up in my children's room. Oh. Just remind them, daddy's out here doing bits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you know. so much. This is lovely. That's all right. Do you want to shout out your Instagram? Um, My Instagram is Femi Oyeniran. So it's F-E-M-I. O-Y-E-N-I-R-A-N. That's Foxtrot, Echo Mother India, Oscar Yankee, Echo November, India Romeo Alpha November. Um, so, yeah, just give me a follow on Instagram, Twitter. I think I'm that on Facebook, but I don't use it. Um, so if you're auntie from from Nigeria <laughs> and you use Facebook, hit me up. Um, although I won't get back to you because I don't use it. But um, Instagram and Twitter, that's me. <clears throat> okay, and guys, remember to uh, message for me next year when the intent free is coming out, and be like, "Don't forget our friend Joy." Yeah? No, 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 definitely, we'll make it. We'll figure out a way Blind to make it happen. Blind drug dealer with a gun. It's, it's happening. funny. It's, it's happening. It's actually like the idea of it because, like you said, blind drug dealer with a gun. You don't have to have a gun, but you know, you could be blind drug a dealer knife? with a gun. Wow! I need a weapon. You're trying to do weapon. Or I use my cane as a weapon. It could be like a James Bond thing where, like, you've got like a secret weapon tucked away inside mm-hmm. your innocuous looking cane. You're getting it. You're getting it. I'm getting it. It's happening, guys. It. 2021. Thank you for having me on your podcast, by the way. It's been thanks fun. Thanks for coming. It's been really fun. And thanks for the gift. I'm so touched. I think oh. it's such a nice thing. Can I just say, Lee helps me with that idea. Why? What did he say? Because I was like, oh, I want to get Femi a gift and I'm not sure what to get him. And he was like, oh, like, maybe get him, like, a poster of the intent. And I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. But I didn't want to just get the picture of the intent. So then that's why I got the others, because I felt like Cut the Chat was, you know... It's a big, it's, part, it's a big of part of what you do. What I do. And then um, meeting Bernard Boy, it just looked like a happy moment. It was. So it was a fun to, moment. We were yeah. having fun. 
Um, yeah, thank you, Joy, man. That's all it's right. been a nice. What did you get, Lee? What did, oh, I got him a mug that said "Cut the Chat," and it said um, "Lee's Cut the Chat" because you know. Oh, it was Ace's, Ace's Cut the cut Chat. The You're chat. so smart. No, it's Lee's Cut I the Chat now. I love that. You're so funny. It's Lee's Cut the Chat. That's it. What about what about Ace? Did you get Ace some? I just got Ace some rum. Fair enough. What type of rum? <laughs> Ray nephew. I'm standard. Why yeah. not? Yeah. Straight. But the gifts are getting better. Do you know what I mean? This is very personal. They're getting better. I mean, the gifts don't have to get better. You don't have to get getting us on your podcast is a gift in itself. You don't have to get us a gift. But I'm so grateful that I've got this gift, and it's very nice and it's very considerate and very well thought out. Thank you. Thanks. Well, that's it. We've come to the end. Thanks for having me on your pod. Episode. Thank you, um, people. Make sure you rate, subscribe, and comment on all share. of that, and share. Tell your friends. Yeah. This is this has been a nice interview. I've really enjoyed this interview. And I'm walking away with a gift as well, so it's even better. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. So guys remember to follow me on Instagram at Joy's World the Podcast. Follow Femi as well. Um stay happy, live your best life always. <laughs>